Welcome to the official Strength for Life podcast. The industry leaders in clinical strength training, health, and longevity. Welcome to the latest episode of the Strength for Life uh, podcast. Today, we're joined by Sarah Hazard from the Chartered Society of Physiotherapy, ahead of the launch of the campaign of the Stronger My Way campaign. Good morning, Sarah. Morning. Um, So, first of all, can you just introduce uh, yourselves to our podcast listeners, please? Yeah, I'm I'm an Assistant Director of Strategic Communications at the Chartered Society of Physiotherapy, uh, and I also uh, lead the direction on this particular campaign, although got a small and perfectly formed uh, team working on it who also offer brilliant creative and strategic direction into, into the work. Okay, so for, the, for those listeners that we have, we, we have a few physiotherapists that uh, listen to us, but then other um, healthcare professionals. Can you just give me a bit more information about the Chartered Society of Physiotherapy? Yeah, so the, the CSP, we call ourselves for, for, for short, um, is the professional body and the trade union for the physiotherapy profession. So we have just over 63,000 members. And that will be comprised of practicing uh, physios as well as physio support workers, students, and uh, some of our members who are, who are now retired. Uh, and that's both in the NHS uh, and, and the independent sector. Okay, thanks very much. So as you know, the um, the Strength for Life uh, team that we that we work with, we're real advocates of of promoting strength training across the lifespan, and really kind of um, really pushing the role of strength training in with our healthcare. So it was really great to see um, the Stronger My Way uh, campaign launching, and we've also been working alongside you in some of the steering groups to to kind of help this. Can you just give me an an overview, really, of what the role of physiotherapy and the the kind of other allied health professionals are in promoting uh, physical activity and and especially strength training? Well, the important role uh, of physio is, and any health professional really, is to keep people living uh, as well as possible uh, not not simply just as as long as possible. Obviously, length is also very important, uh, and the role of physical activity is really the the gateway to how uh, how much people how much we can all do for ourselves for as long as possible, and strengthening is the enabler. So, if activity are the things that we love doing, uh, and that will be different for all of us, then strength is the enabler that makes sure that we're able to do those activities. And that's why it's so key. And physios are are really particularly well-placed, both at the very beginning where where a patient population or particular individual uh, still has a lot of fear, doesn't necessarily have the knowledge is, is, you know, staring down the barrel of one or more long-term conditions uh, and also knowing, you know, quite well when, when people can be discharged from a, from a quite specialized pathway uh, or specialist help. But there are a lot of professionals that uh, help uh, uh, 
individuals along along the way, uh, a lot of people in that wider exercise space, and they're increasingly more and more important. But but physios can really offer that reassurance uh, as that as that trusted that trusted voice. And we found that in the in in the insight that we did, which was which was helpful. Okay, that's really great, and I, I think we'll we'll definitely come back to that. Um, so it's, it's really interesting some of the findings from your uh, your insight work. Um, can you just introduce really what the Stronger My Way Stronger My Way campaign um, is kind of set out to do? Sure. Well, it it came about uh, when the chief medical officer new guidelines uh, came out in 2019. So these are the strength guidelines. So most of us are quite familiar with the 150 minutes of activity that we are meant to do uh, per, per, per week. And for some people, it, it, you know, it's whatever you ca- can do. Uh, but there's also in now that guidance, twice per week, we are all meant to focus on some strengthening activity. So Stronger My Way came out from uh, off the back of an activity-based campaign that we did, which I would think uh, good, a good percentage of listeners are, are familiar with, love activity. And, um, uh, and the insight that we did around that with both patients and practitioners And we approached Sport England and quickly realized that actually we knew very little about strength and people's attitudes to strength and what were the barriers. And so that's that's where it came from. The campaign itself is based on four main components. The first was Insight, that we partnered up with Britain Thinks. And that really helped us to understand both what professionals were thinking and also what patients were telling us. The second helped us to start to visualize the very early days, the options of what does this look and feel like? What resonates again with people? What turns people off as much as what turns them on? Uh, and that we did, uh, again, partnered up uh, still with Sport England and Center for Aging Better as our as our partners, but with a supplier called Four uh, Communications. And, and that brought us into the, the third phase, which was really getting uh, into the detail of what using what we call a combi, a behavior change model, what is really going to cut through? H- how do you take, you know, what people say might be their behavior change, what they, you know, say resonates visually and tone-wise to them and actually convert that. And we did that piece with, with Move Consultancy. And the fourth and final piece, which is the phase we are very rapidly entering into in a, on the 31st of, of March, the launch, um, is, is the you know, the concept, the, the actual development and production uh, of the solution. And that we worked with Earthware, uh, who are what we would describe in, in comms land as a, as a digitally native uh, uh, consultancy, because the solution that came out of the third phase was really focusing on the development of a single hub 
that we would offer on our website. Okay, that's really great. So in terms of um, the kind of really detailed um, level of projects, and I think it's really interesting that you not only took the kind of practitioner point of view, but also um, actually with, with patients uh, firsthand. Was that kind of a real focus from the, the projects uh, from the start, that kind of co-design aspect? So we were always intended to get both points of view. That was a big learning from Love Activity. Uh, and, and the reason was we were very familiar with the fact that what resonates with um, us as practitioners will not always resonate with us as, as patients. And, and so wanted to take that learning and, and find out how, what that meant in terms of strength. And it didn't disappoint because, again, you know, we found these areas where they were really meaningful for, for uh, practitioners, for physios, uh, but they really weren't the motivators for patients and vice versa. There were things that were heftily motivating maybe for patients, but, but really you know, didn't register with, with physios. And then there were those things that crossed both audiences, which is the, the magic place when you're devising a campaign. Um, and, and the thing that was really telling uh, was no surprise that, you know, you know, that, that there's a good understanding of, of, of motivations and barriers in general. But, but what did surprise us a little bit more was that softer, more emotional motivators, things like body image and self-esteem. Um, and, and if you think about it, it, it actually makes sense. I mean, you know, people with long-term conditions aren't other people to me. I'm a type one diabetic and I'm, I'm a busy mom. I've got three children and, and, and I've got a, and I've got a, a great job, but it also keeps me really, really busy. Mm. And, you know, so my motivations as, as a type one diabetic aren't any different, you know, to, to somebody who's also in my situation, but isn't a type one diabetic. I want to I want to do the things I do because I want to look and feel better. I want to be able to do the things with my children that you know I love doing and make me happy and make them happier. At least most of the things I might give Fortnite a miss, but but <laughs> you know these are. And I think when what it helps us to do is back away from that kind of us and them sort of sense of illness happens to other people's unlucky folk. Um, and we realized that actually this is really important to, to all of us in different ways, but incredibly important if we're already facing, uh, you know, uh, one or more long-term condition that we're trying to manage and also have these, you know, advantages that, that both strengthening and activity bring us to our health. Yeah, I, I think that the insight work that you, you were just talking about was really fascinating. Uh, I think it's still available on the CSP website, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. So re really interesting. <clears throat> and, and for any listeners that want to go and have a look at that, there's really interesting information around uh, how strength training messaging, uh, especially for communicating to patients and, and people work that we're working alongside, really uh, kind of some quite surprising findings I, from uh, kind of having a look about 
completely avoiding technical terms around (laughs) kind of sets and repetitions which Mm -hmm. once you kind of sit in a certain world for long enough they they kind of come a part of the everyday language but sometimes we we kind of move away from that necessarily still thinking that that is quite complex um language yeah so Sarah, yeah. I, really, I really wanted to pick up with you from the the kind of insight work as well around the the kind of trusted uh, messages around kind of physical activity, especially for people with long term conditions, and the the kind of real finding from that work that it's really our uh, medical professionals and our allied health professionals where that messaging seems to resonate most with our uh, patients. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we were we were slightly we were asking the question like, oh my gosh, what happens if they come back and they don't trust physios? You know, <laughs> where, where are we going to bury this inside? No, no, I mean, it w- it would have been something we'd have to desperately consider. And let's face it, that's a much harder campaign to run, yeah, um, uh, than than actually starting from a point of of trust and what that means. And and obviously, to our delight, you know, to be situated as as physios in that category with um, nurses and medics and health charities is a uh, a very privileged place to be. If if I think we should look at it that way, and and what does that mean if our mission, for example, is to increase people's health and and address health inequity? Then we have a real leading role to play with a lot of our colleagues in the wider uh, exercise activity strength space who contribute to our patients' uh, uh, health and well-being and and, and independence in terms of uh, the training, the reassurance, the confidence building, the resilience building, the skills building that that we can we can do um, because it's it, it's in the advantage of, of both the patient but also of the profession which, shouldn't be delivering the the whole pathway um couldn't be delivering it we wouldn't be available for the the places the, the part of that pathway around the assessment and the setting out and the complexity um if if we aren't enabling others to also deliver uh the care uh in a range of settings and particularly because we're a big believer in people getting the care as close to home in their own communities, you know, where the cultural competencies, for example, have a much better uh, chance of being built in already than, than an, a model which is, which is not going to meet the needs of the vast majority of people once they leave hospital and will only end the buck up in a, a revolving door or in and out of GP surgeries and things like that, that are big commitments, uh, not just of our profession, but of, of, of many of our professions in the allied health uh, world and nurses and medics too. Yeah, for sure. And I think that there's slowly more and more recognition about the role of physical activity in, in maintaining it or, or maintaining health or, or at least helping to manage long-term conditions um, that started to be reflected more and more within kind of the undergraduate and postgraduate programs for allied health professionals and also um, across the kind of medic uh, training pathways as well. Um, Is there any kind of uh, resources available through the Stronger My Way campaign for those um, professionals that that kind of feel a a little unsteady about their knowledge around strength training um, to to kind of help them? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, the hub has two main purposes. One is for professionals and and the other uh, is for patients. And and a lot of that will be largely, you know, go via professionals. So, you know, the first is that obviously for, for professionals, they can get a hold of the evidence. They can get a hold of training and, and resources that help them to, you know, whether they want to use a film with a patient or they want to print out a planner uh, or just, you know, steady and brush up on how they're going to have these conversations. Uh, and as well, there's also the ICSP strength community. So there's a real opportunity for professionals working in this area uh, to talk to one another. But the idea of the, the hub itself really helps curate because I think one of the issues, particularly perhaps if if you're if you're uh, well, whether you're working in the physio profession or or alongside it, is that you would will be bombarded by a host of of different advice and knowing which ones are kite marked or are 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 come with that reassurance uh, that. That, that they are indeed correct give, gives people that confidence. So I would say definitely, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, um, if I can give that sort of plug there, you know, csp.org.uk backslash stronger. So if you just know our website and then backslash stronger, it will take you into those resources. Yeah, sure. And, and, and we'll share a link in the, um, the podcast chat and also on our um, Twitter page um, as well. So there's, there's obviously a, a real broad range of different long-term conditions. Is there a kind of particular long-term conditions that this campaign is uh, focused on um, in, in the kind of initial phases? There's, there's not a specific one over the other. There are some conditions where there is some information already on our website, but the key for us it is really about personalizing what what works for the particular person. Because yeah, as I said earlier, I'm a type one diabetic. My my that doesn't mean that automatically there is a strength program for type one diabetics. It's as you know, as a professional, you know, who's got a lot of experience in this area, you wouldn't dream of sort of deciding that you know you know one person's program is going to be like another's purely on the basis of a condition. So so in that sense. No, because it, it's about people moving up from where they're at. For, for us, what's key is that people don't rule themselves out. They don't um, feel uh, taken away from it because simply because they don't have the knowledge or because they're afraid that their condition is going to inhibit them or make them deteriorate or the condition itself will deteriorate as a result um and and that the symptoms are, are something that can you know can be addressed so, so low mood and fear of embarrassment energy levels these are all things that strengthening will will help with so again that's not specific to a condition because you know that can affect somebody whether they have cancer at the moment, undergoing treatment, have undergone treatment and recovering from the impact of it, um, as well as you know somebody who's you know, perhaps got a cardiac 
uh, condition alongside anxiety, alongside arthritis. So it's it's not the conditions itself. It is, and this is the world, you know, increasingly, and it's a, it's a, and it's a good thing because it means we're moving towards personalization. But our response also is like that. Yeah, I, I think we we we've had a look through the um, the kind of digital hub, and it's what really kind of brings home is that real kind of push towards enabling strength training and showing necessarily how easy strength training is to incorporate within every days, and and also kind of how you can start to progress that. So it would I really like the exercise videos that are. Um, within the hub itself i think they, they're really relatable um as well not necessarily the, the typical exercise mm. videos that we that we often <laughs> see for strength yeah. training where people are kind of lycra filled or uh, kind of <laughs> yeah. bikini tops or gym wear and and it, it was really nice to kind of see that that kind of promotion of strength training um is yeah. kind of is, is kind of pushed um absolutely but, but much for so what are, you, what are you kind of hoping that the the stronger my weight <clears throat> will, will kind of really achieve? What would what would kind of success look like um, well, in a year or so time? Well, I think I think you know you 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 hit the most important factor. We don't want anybody to be put off before they get off the starting block, so to speak, because they think, oh, that's for fit people. That's for that's for somebody else. Um, I couldn't do that. That's too embarrassing. You know, oh God, you know, it's like, right. You know, it's, it's, it's beyond me. Um, so the, the, the biggest achievement will be that in essence, not only are more um, physio appointments able to build in increased amounts of conversations around strengthening and with the support of the hub, enable more people to adopt a routine that that works for them or, or a set of routines. It doesn't have to be routinized. It's just a set of things that they do at different times, but that they are strength-based and accessible. But the the other is really that 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 patients are are using it, you know, whether they go back and have a a look around themselves. Um, and find some stuff they like, uh, whether they do it whilst they're with uh, their physio or, or their other professionals that they that they're working with, uh, and 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 feel quite motivated and feel that it does relate to them. So, success is that it 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 you know it works. People are using it. People are doing it, and they're not put off. And of course, you know, as part of that, as I've said, you know, there is the physio profession. There are the patients, but there's also um, engaging in and and that endorsement from quite a wide range of both national uh, st- stakeholders ac- across the UK, um, but but also uh, professionals right across the activity, exercise, and strength based activity space. Yeah, I, I think it's it's really key that. The, the kind of health benefits of, of kind of strength training are, are really kind of starting to be pushed. First of all, as you kind of acknowledged in that kind of chief medical officer guidelines, and then this campaign really fits quite nicely um, alongside of that. Um, 
So is Stronger My Way just for uh, physiotherapy or is it for other professionals to engage with as well? So it can be used by quite a range of, of health practitioners and other uh, people that work, as I've said before, in the wider activity uh, fitness space. It's accessible in that way. It's certainly been well received uh, from my all I understand from all the indications from the early early testing and and the very late testing, you know, the, the last bit of testing as well with the, the most developed resources. That's very encouraging. Uh, so, and it can also be used, obviously, you know, physios are now placed in a lot of primary care teams. And as we thankfully start to see some teams uh, restarting and now in the communities, you know, also, also there. And so if there are professionals working with physios and want to talk more about it in further detail with them, it, it allows them to have that conversation. But those resources are there to share with patients and they're already got that stamp, uh, have that quality assurance. That's why they're on the hub. And I think that's the most important bit that there isn't increased dependency where it doesn't need to exist. Yeah, and I think it's a really great resource for that, and, and certainly the initial looks that we had was, had as part of this the the kind of later phase testing before um, the launch at the end of the week when we when we're recording has really kind of fitted that uh, quite nicely. Um, there's also kind of other resources available for promoting physical activity, especially um, if uh, condition specific uh, physical activity that can be found on the moving medicine for, for any kind of professionals um, that are listening to this that, that kind of want to find out uh, more uh, information. So Sarah, just remind me about the, the launch. That's this Friday. Yeah, so we've got the launch. Um, well, we'll go live on the, on the 31st, but you're right. The launch is on the Friday. Um, that's, that's not an April Fool's, I assure you. <laughs> uh, and, um, and that will enable everyone to share uh, with all our networks that's the that's the key thing you know there's plenty of good material there and uh, that's also on social so the hashtag stronger my way there are downloadable social assets uh, from the website so that's the CSP org.uk stronger backslash stronger website and so people can download them and use the hashtags and share again and then our message to everyone is uh, go put that kettle on and, and think of ways that you can add strengthening activity into your daily routine start small if it's uh if it's a new thing i was yeah for sure so sarah thank you very much for uh having uh, this quick quick chat with us and and kind of pushing the, the stronger my way um, so it, hopefully we, we can get some uh, good traction on this campaign and, and maybe get you back in a year or so's time to, <laughs> to kind of reflect um, on, the, on the things that have come out um, of the campaign and, and kind of pushing uh, forwards. Um, if you want to find out any more information about uh, Strength for Life, you can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram under uh, at strength, the number four undersc underscore uh, life. And there's links to our link tree where you can find out a whole host of different information, links to this podcast and uh, Instagram, YouTube and uh, SlideShare uh, websites. But Sarah, thanks very much. Um, Thank you. Again. 
Thank you for listening to the official Strength for Life podcast. The leaders in evidence-based clinical strength training. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram or visit our website. And remember, strength saves lives.